From the Old City, a practical Torah commentary by Gutman Lodge. Numbers 8, Baha Alochcha, Sharing Light. In this week's portion of the Torah, Moshe told God that his burden was too great. He could not take it anymore. With all the troubles that being a leader of the Jewish people brings, he needed help. God said, Gather to me seventy men from the elders of Israel, and I will outsell from the spirit that's upon you and place it upon them, and they will share the burden of the people with you, and you will not bear alone. The question is, what did God actually do to the spirit that he had already placed on Moshe? The root of the word for what he did was atzel. If it was nozal, as it seems it should be, then there would be no question, for nozal means to take away from, to deliver, or to snatch away. This would seem to fit the meaning of the Torah here. God seemingly took away from the spirit that he had previously put on Moshe and gave it to the 70 elders. But that is not the root of the word. The root meaning of Atzel is to reserve, to set aside, or to select. One commentator goes even further with this idea and states that Atzel here means that God increased the spirit that was upon Moshe. Another commentator states that like a candle that shares its flame with another wick, After that second wick is lighted, still the first candle loses nothing. This means that Moshe lost nothing when he shared his spirit with the 70 elders. When you bring an unlighted wick next to the one that is burning, look closely at them and you'll see that both of these commentators are correct. When the flame spreads to the new wick, it increases onto the new wick, but it also increases the original flame. Also, when you bring one lighted flame close to another lighted flame, they will lean toward each other and join to make a greater flame than they were making alone. What is the practical application of this? The Talmud says, From my students I have learned the most. When you share your understanding of Torah with another person, whether with a student or a learning partner, not only will you not lose anything, as the one commentator said, but also you will actually increase your understanding and your spiritual share, as the other commentator said. Your understanding will increase because you will have to understand the subject better in order to teach it to someone who does not understand it, or it will increase by your delving into it with your friend. Your spiritual position will also increase, not only because your understanding of Torah increased, but because you helped another person to increase his, too. His life will be improved because you have shared with him, and so will yours. You will reap the benefits of having helped someone grow, and the one who looks down from above is going to see that you are serving him, and he will give you the opportunity to serve him again. God's wrath. In this week's portion of the Torah, God's wrath flared up when the people complained loudly. They were facing the vast wilderness and they were frightened because they did not believe that God would provide for them. Then again they complained, this time desiring meat instead of the manna. But this time God's wrath flared greatly against them. What was so bad about this second complaint that God's wrath 
flared so greatly. The Torah records a number of instances when God's wrath flares. For instance, when God chose Moshe to be a prophet, Moshe did not want the responsibility. He tried to refuse, and God's anger flared up against him. Another time, the Torah warns us not to trouble the widow, or often, or else my anger shall flare up against you. Another time, when Miriam and Aaron spoke badly about Moshe, God's anger flared up. When Balaam went against God's instructions and left with the messengers, God's anger flared up. When the Jews in the wilderness worshipped the idol Baal Peor, God's anger flared up. When the Jewish people refused to go into the land of Canaan and take it as God had instructed, his anger flared up. The Torah warns us not to allow intermarriage with the nations or they will lead our children to idolatry and his anger will flare against us. Also, we are warned not to serve gods of others or the anger of God will flare against us. God told Moshe that after he dies, the people will stray after other gods and his anger will flare. So the question has to be, why is wanting meat worse than idolatry? evil gossip, refusing what God tells us to do, or rejecting his anointment. What is so wrong with wanting meat that it is worse than intermarriage or troubling a widow, an orphan? Could wanting meat possibly be worse than worshiping idols? Why did God's wrath burn greatly for wanting meat, but only burn for all of these other offenses? We might want to say that his anger burned so greatly since the people already had abundant proper food, so this desire was not even needed. After all, they had the manna that tasted like wafers with oil and honey. We are told that the manna actually tasted like anything they wanted it to taste like, so certainly they had no real complaint for meat. But this cannot be the reason for the greater anger coming only from wanting meat because none of these other sins were for things they needed either. To understand the actual reason his anger burned so greatly for this desire, we must look carefully at the Torah's wordings there. It says that they desired desires. It was not the meat that they really wanted. They simply wanted to want. The meat was incidental to their lust. Do not think that this is so unusual. Most people who have their immediate needs satisfied look for things to want. They go to shopping centers to see what they can buy. They did not need anything at that moment, but they desired desires. They enjoy wanting and then seeing how to satisfy the want that they just imagined. We do the same thing when we go back to the kitchen looking for something to eat after we have just eaten. Most of our eating today is not for the need of food. Rather, we look for something enjoyable to want, and then we say that we want more food, even if the body does not need it. We have two choices when things are going well for us. We can be thankful and look joyfully at the good we have, or we can choose to ask, even while we are experiencing the goodness, what's wrong? When we look for the wrong, we will find something wrong. This causes God's anger to flare up greatly. At these times that you're experiencing these imagined needs, as soon as you see that you really do not need what you're thinking to go for, take a slow, gentle, deep breath. Air is healthy. 
common, free, and it has no calories. There is one dot com.